Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. And, uh, yo, as long as y'all know that today's truthfulness or truthiness, as Stephen Colbert used to say, is a little bit more truthy than usual because we got Miko Grimes on the podcast. And if you've never heard Miko Grimes before, um, you're in for a treat. She is not fucking around. So uh, you're going to get, she's going to touch on everything from the Me Too movement, which is very controversial, which she said, not us, um, to living life um, as an NFL wife and as a controversial NFL wife at that. And also how she has become more than an NFL wife, how she has become someone who has her own brand, her own intellectual thought and her own controversies. Miko don't run from nothing. Miko's not afraid of anybody. That's why we love her. That's why we are so happy that you guys are going to be able to spend one hour listening to Miko talk. Please pop some pills and dig into it. And remember, she said that shit. Not us. (laughs) Okay, before we let Miko tear your heads back <laughs> we gotta pay some bills co-produced by afropunk and how stuff works afropunk solution sessions is a podcast that explores real world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face always always we are supportive here at the red pill of exploring those solutions and this podcast uh does just that um every wednesday Co-hosts Bridget Todd and Eve's Jeff Coat speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid and Patrice Cullors about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. These are essential conversations to have if people are to be armed, okay, with the right weapons of thought to fight back oppression. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversations and motivating people to make a difference. It's the whole goal. Get up, make a difference. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have ads? Take, take, your, take your shirt off Amigo Grounds, bro. <laughs> take my shirt. The black melanated queen just asked you to remove your shirt, colonizer. Hey, take your shirt off Amigo Grounds. Don't me too me though, okay? Oh, well, wow, it's true. Give it up for Amigo Grounds, white people. Clap for Amigo Grounds. <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that was weak. Whoa. I was whoa. weak. White people and Lauren, the rapper lover, okay? <laughs> Clap for Miko Grimes. Yeah. Damn. I'll tell you what, man. Yes. Miko. Hey. Welcome to the red pill, man. Hey, man. Well, I've I, been wanting to take a red pill for the longest. Have you? You've been taking the blue pill a lot? Yeah. Just like not getting the real? It ain't getting me there. That's bullshit. You are always getting the real. Like you, I know you because it seems that you are purposefully unfiltered. You love the unfiltered life. I do. Why? Why so much? Because I think um, it annoys people. And you like to annoy people. Yeah. We have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying that I'm not like the typical football wife. So I do my best to be as unfiltered and as rude as possible at all times. What is a typical football wife like? She never gets out of her box. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She never cusses. She definitely don't tell people to suck her dick. Right. 
and she's polite. <laughs> she only she supports the team no matter what type of fucked up shit they do. Mm-hmm. She totally supports. She loves the team. Go team. Everything's perfect. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And she shops a lot and wears a lot of makeup and mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything else and probably doesn't know really what her husband's position is or what his job is. Uh, is the football <laughs> wife chosen or is she made? Meaning, do guys choose women that are like that to be football wives? Or do regular women who might have been Miko Grimes's feel like they have to become that in order to stay with their husbands? Well, nobody's like me. I know, but like the typical football wife t- that, you, that you're describing. She's chosen. She's chosen. She's chosen. So there's a, there's her, a purpose for her. You identify her. Yeah. And then you, don't, you want somebody that's going to be easy. You want saying. somebody that fits whatever your narrative is to mm. America. You know, some mm. people like uh, a pretty girl. She She's plastic. She got everything is fake. Right. She only looks good in clothes and she takes a lot of Photoshop pictures. Right. A lot of guys want that image as their, their bitch. Like that's that's me. Right. The, the, the plastic girl. Mm. And then some guys like a natural girl. Some guys, you know, date outside of their race. Mm. You know, so it just depends on what the guy really yeah. wants people to see. Think of him, basically. Yeah. Why didn't Brent do that? He is dating outside his race. Why didn't Brent? Why did? First, is he? He's he's white, half white. Yeah. Half white. Yeah. That's black. Nah. I'm from Louisiana, man. Half nah, white. You know that's why? Black. You know why I say Brent is more white? First of all, his name's Brent. That's true. And then his skin. They like, could have gone with like. Could have gone with something blacker. That's true. And Damn, then his skin, like what smart. you guys see, is like the part where the on the football field that's showing. Mm-hmm. If you ever see his chest. <laughs> He's a white man. Baloney chest pasty. <laughs> white man. <laughs> like Jason. I always make fun of him about Jason's it. Jason's pretty white. Yeah, he's like this color. Jason's one. Jason, come pop on screen real Jason, quick. Jason, so he's can see. he's you know his you know the nickname the team gave him is the Beige Ranger. The Beige Ranger. Pop on screen right so so pop on screen. so people can see how white you're. Now yep. get the fuck out of here, Colin. That's br- yep. over there. That's Brent. Go, go That's Brent's there. brother right there. So, but what I'm saying is why. D- why did not, he choose me? Why Why didn't Brent want the typical football wife that so many other guys seem to want? I think that he chose me because I was a tomboy. He, I mean, he he told me that okay. that I'm a tomboy. That he can pretty much like I don't like if he says, "Hey, let's go play basketball." I'm down. Mm-hmm. Let's go play soccer. I'm down. And it's not gonna take me an hour or two. I don't have to like get my hair done or my makeup done. Right. I'm gonna throw on some sneakers, a t-shirt and shorts, and go. Mm-hmm. And he kind of likes that kind of girl. He mm-hmm. wants a girl that's more chill. You know, right. not the not the the dress up girl. Like he hates. When he used to tell me he hated whenever a girl spent the night and then he would roll over and see her whole face on his pillow. Oh, because <laughs> of the makeup situation. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like that. He like, like he's that. off. Even when I wear makeup, the, the few times I do, he'd be like, oh, he'd be like, that's not even you. Interesting. Why you want to be somebody else? <laughs> what was it that you saw in him? Had you dated other athletes? Oh, or? yeah. I only dated athletes for the most part. Only? Yeah. Let's let's dive. I mean, into I, that. I dated a couple other non-athletes, but th- I, I like athletes. So here's the deal. Yes, what's the deal? Lauren, right here. She's a, Lauren, a Jersey chaser. The, no, she's a she's a mic chaser. A rapper chaser. She likes the rappers. Hey, you gotta That's be careful with them rappers. That money is catfish. I don't date rappers. <laughs> money is catfish. It's not I real. You date a bunch of broke niggas with SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I do not date real. rappers. I'm not you into advancements. I got it. What? That's not true. So listen, I'm a, I'm a, ladies have conversations because Lauren, I want Lauren to be able to talk to someone who's actually living her best life, which is Miko Grimes here. Miko has made her own voice. Miko has, was, was known at first 
as being the spouse of an NFL player, but that's not what people think about Miko Grimes anymore. Miko is now something something bigger than that. She's yeah. transcended. So, Lauren, what questions do you have for Miko Grimes? Because you were dating, was a young Berg last summer. And if I did date him, I would be, Berg? no, he's so little. It don't matter. <laughs> I would, yeah, that, you see you see how tall I am, young bird. I would not date him. My my husband is short too. Don't well, don't, we were don't short, shorter. We shorter. were talking a little bit when you first came in. I think we were talking about just like like just ma- like I'm not married. I'm younger. Uh-huh. We were talking about like marriage and how like I would say yeah. how my grandmother believes like you get married one time and that's it. There's that's, no I'm only getting married once. If this don't work out, I'm out. Yeah, and she was saying how like you know she her it's work. Marriage is work, and we were talking about that. So I guess Anything my question: you want in life is work for sure. But today, you know, marriage is something that people just throw away. So when it gets too hard, they're like, I'm out. Mm. So for my question for you, you know, just looking at you in your relationship and living your best life, like what what are the things that keep you in your marriage and make you want to work through it? Mm. Well, you know, it's sad to say, but like like I've, I'm not going to say like I've wanted to divorce my husband or something like that. But we've gotten into it to the point where I'd be like, you know what? Fuck him. I'm off him. But then I think about it. I'm like, who do I have more fun with in my life besides him? That's dope. You know, like you're going to grow out of love with each other as far as like your looks. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to be all sexy like I am, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) Oh, but, you know, you're going to get uglier. You're going to get maybe get fatter. You're going to get wrinkled. You have to really be with somebody that you can have fun with outside of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know, like you guys actually have a genuine friendship Mm -hmm. and you guys can hang out and do stuff that doesn't require touching and fucking. And that's really what helps. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, our son, we have a son who is very attached to both of us. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about stuff like this. Like, do I really want another bitch feeding my son on the weekend? Because they are. Yeah. Do they I want this? His favorite yeah. cereal and everything. Yeah. You know, do I want this? Do I want, do I want another man around my son? Mm. So you have to ask yourself all these questions and whenever your marriage is challenged or questioned or, you know, you have any issues, you have to really think about the overall picture, like the way out, do the good outweigh the bad. Right. You know, and you have to stay... Stay with the good. So, all right. So, like, you, you're you living a life right now because your husband is, you know, a professional athlete. That That's not of, true. Huh? I'm living this life because I'm Miko. No, no, no not in your say, mouth you try to marginalize no, 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 I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not saying that you're living your life be, uh, as you are because of him. I'm saying oh. the life that you're living right now is a, mm-hmm. a lot different than other women in different mm-hmm. marriages because your husband is on a, a, a different platform. Uh-huh. So with someone like a Khloe Kardashian, for instance, right? We, I'm a regular woman. I see her going through what she's going through. I have my opinion. Your opinion may be a little bit different because you're in a different spotlight as she is. Do you have like... Is there a certain way that we as regular women should look at, like, you know, your relationship or Chloe's and think differently? Like, everyone has something to say about Tristan and what she should well, do. What's your opinion about uh, that? Sadly, then? sadly, from billionaires to the nigga that pump gas for change. Everybody's everybody getting outside. Everybody's pussy. doing things. So she's no different than me or you. Okay, no different. The only difference is she might actually care what people think about her life. I yeah, don't it, give t- a it takes fuck. a it takes a social toll on her. Yeah, she toll. that's how she's built her empire on social media. Mm-hmm. So now that she has shown a stain on this resume, which I feel like this isn't the biggest stain Chloe's ever had. What's I mean, the biggest stain Chloe's ever had? I mean, Chloe has a reputation of fucking a lot of niggas. Mm. Like she, you feel fun- like that's a stain now. Yeah, for Why? any woman. It's because you don't, regardless Wait, of what you, you do, right. it's the fact that she lives her life on social media and this is what's portrayed. Mm. 
you know? So you, it's not that you feel like it's a stain. You no. feel like society believes it's yes. a stain. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why people were cracking jokes and saying, like, so what? She been fucking French Montana. She been fucking all these niggas yeah. bouncing around. This is karma for her. And I even said, like, damn, I feel sorry for her. It's fucked up. It, I mean, listen, here's the thing, the way I look at it, you know, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a real person that grew up a lot of, around a lot of real people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these sort of, uh, schisms and oh my god I can't believe yeah. that happened in a relationship thing it's like par for the course it happens yeah. in relationships your pastor was fucking everybody in mm, the church wasn't he though like, it, it, like wasn't that, he? That, that was that's a reality it, it went on you heard about it and you didn't you, say you, nothing you didn't, you didn't say you didn't nothing you didn't clench your pearls you let them work, like a couple of Sundays he wasn't up there and then one day you heard your grandmother go mm, he back, <laughs> back. Do you know and what no, I mean and the church accepted it and the church him. accepted it so, you know, things happen in life and people have to move on with them and they have to make decisions about their happiness. I think the one interesting thing about what you said and one thing that's actually kind of powerful to me is that you had a, a positive and reaffirming reason for um, why you wouldn't want to succumb to parts of you that might want to leave your husband. A lot of people, when you, when you, when you mm-hmm. ask them that, they say, yo, I don't want to pick up and go to another city. I don't want to do this. They're all fear-based or negative things. You go, who am I going to have more fun with? Yeah, who am I going to, who would I rather spend the rest of my life with spending That's, that quality time? Right. I wouldn't want to spend it with nobody else. I've had plenty of boyfriends, plenty mm-hmm. of dick, yeah. you know, that wasn't boyfriends. Plenty of it. Yeah, plenty. Dick all over the place. <laughs> so much different I've had, a, I've had, a, I've had my fair share before I met him and, yeah. I, and I feel like of all the relationships that I've had, none of them make me want to spend time with him like he does. Have you ever been severely dick disappointed? Yeah, I mean, what I mean by that is, I, I had a homegirl some some time ago, and she was telling me about this. This is a long time ago. Tell me about this professional ball player mm. that was taking care of her and doing all of this stuff for her. Um, this is back when I was still in Louisiana, and she goes, "You know, everything is dope except you would expect this nigga to have a bigger dick." Oh, the size. Size for her. Oh yeah, and I don't really size. Yeah. Doesn't matter to you. Not really. Wow, wow, you hear that, Maddie? Oh, does size matter to everybody? I feel like size is a is a <laughs> I feel like size is, is a preference type of thing, mm-hmm. but I think that it's based on the sex. Like right. if you aren't enjoying the sex and you might think it's because of the size. No, he's just not fucking you the way you want to be he's fucked. He's not really doing it right. Yeah, because there's no such thing like no man has ever gone to the back of the pussy. Like it, I mean it's like not <laughs> it's a big the vagina is the vagina is a muscle. It's gonna move and stretch. Mm-hmm. It's gonna do all those things, and I just feel like there's certain ways to get a woman off, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be big to do that. What are those ways? Um, there's a lot of physical hand touching. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of you know uh, stimulating of different things on her body. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned my body. You've learned your body, and it don't require a big old dick. So what? <laughs> so it seems like to me you're basically saying. That women need to take more responsibility for, for these their orgasms. own nuts. Yes, yes, they do. That's why I'm always trying to get on top. <laughs> I know you want to clap for that, Jason. The girls ain't clapping. The girls is like, I'm more sorry. Than happy. I'm, I'm, I'm the sorry, girls, y'all. Women need to take more responsibility for, for their, their own, own nuts. orgasms. You do, because we trying to play 2K. 
But see now, if you gon' if you gonna give her a, a, a fast one, you gotta let her know you giving her a fast one, so she ain't really thinking she is about her. Right. Sex ain't always about both people. Sometimes it's only about you. Sometimes it's only about me. Sometimes it's about both of us. Yeah. So if it's about her, you 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 know she might be lazy and might want you to get the nut out of her. But if she a real bitch, she can get it herself. How can you convince a woman a woman just to give you head and then that be it? Just like yo, ask like. Just, just like, but no, because what? <laughs> okay. You don't want to fuck. You just want head. Yeah, man. And just, you don't feel like nothing else. Is this a relationship? Is this a situationship? Like, not, what is it? I mean, for me, it's you know, it's a relationship. But it's like sometimes it's just. You guys don't have enough uh, uh, real nigga conversations when you're not together. I'm scared. You should have the joke. You should, <laughs> yo. You should have the joking kind of conversation where you like, text like, her you like, like, you like, oh, you know, it'd be dope. It'd be dope if you just suck a nigga dick one time and then no. like I could just go to sleep. No, you got to say stuff like this, like, like let's say like, like if she cooked you a meal or something mm-hmm. that night, yeah. and you be like, you know, I'm gonna tear you up for you know you cooking cooking this meal for me. You gonna you know. Sure, you appreciate it. And then some nights you be like, man, I had a long day. All I really need is some head and a, and a long-ass nap. Mm-hmm. See what she say. She and might be like, I got the, you. The, the, the iPad's going to come up. Oh, okay, look at this. Like Harper's Bazaar has a sale or some shit like that. So, oh But listen, I'm, 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 man, I'm happy. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, just ask for I'm what happy, you want. Man. You I'm just got to ask. I'm happy. Oh, but. Look, he said I'm happy like six times. I'm happy, man. It's real. You're on a reality show, right? I was. On Baller Wives. Was. So many different types of wives out there. You know, I want to see like dentist wives next. Oh. They have that. would that. be dope. They have. They have uh, um, married to Medicine. That's not dentists. The women are dentists doctors. and some of their husbands. You know, One of them's a dentist. You know why I want to have dentist wives? Why? Because den- the lives of dentists, I don't know if you guys know this, the lives of dentists all fucked up. Dentists have the highest rate of suicide. Really? It's true. Damn. Yeah. What was being on a reality show like for you? Um, and why are you not on it anymore? Both questions. Well, the, it was it was fun at first, mm-hmm. you know, just like showing people another side of me. Obviously, a lot of people feel that I'm polarizing. <laughs> yeah, you know, so my husband mm-hmm. says I'm polarizing. So, you think, Miko? <laughs> like, so he was like, give people a chance <laughs> to see you in a different way. Mm. basically. Right. And so I was trying to do that and then I did it with the wrong bitches though. Like these hoes came on here to to like to make shine. themselves. Yeah, and I was right. just like, damn, why we can't just all be real and be ourselves? Why y'all got to let the producers tell y'all to do shit to make it a lit show to make me look bad and make mm-hmm. her look bad and all this bickering when we really live in the same gated community and niggas could get fucked up. Like when you these really cameras put them hands on, yeah. Yeah, it's right. a couple of us on that show was with those shits. Why? <laughs> and the, but, you know, but the other girls weren't, but they was the ones, you know, Popping egging shit. on the shit. Yeah, and yeah. They, they wanted it to be for TV. And we was like, no, we're not going to do this with y'all. Miko, where did you grow up? Inglewood, California. Wow. <laughs> starting then Pomona. Inglewood, then Pomona. Yeah. So do you find that, like, for example, on a show, Barlow Wives, like that, when you're... Um, with these peers that live in the same gay community, are they from similar backgrounds as you? Yes, most of us are are was born in in the dirt. You know, most of the wives. Yeah, we all came from the dirt. So why? So if they, I don't understand. Then why, where does the translation? Where, where, where do things? Well, get because up people, at? for some reason, these wives think that somebody comes to see them on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm. so they think that it's about them. And so then when they they get they sign on to do these shows because they want people to think like. 
that I'm the star of the family. I'm right. the this and I'm the that. And so they want to do these shows to show people like, I'm not just this shadow, but they don't really have any real life besides their man. Right. You know, like what else do you do? And so they just come on here and argue and, and cause drama and fake bullshit beefs to be relevant and famous for a check that ain't really worth it if you think about it. Mm. And you see this in just in your show or do you think this is true? Oh, this is all the shows. I I know a lot of girls that do reality shows. I know like damn near all the Housewives of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I know that everybody's not balling. Everybody's not lit. But they on these shows acting like they are. Like they act like they have all these coins and they drive all these crazy cars and they live in these big ass houses. But then all of a sudden you see them like a year off the show and they like back in their humble beginnings Beginnings, and it's just like what were you doing like why you fronting and that's why i can't i feel like i can't do reality tv like this outfit this came from target these tights and this shirt you know what i'm saying like and i got on chucks that's my life right and it's not glamorous every day Mm. and but these women want you to think that that's how their life is and and they portray this image and then when you catch them not like that or you find out they truly ain't balling like that then it's on tmz right it's true. You know? it's true. and so that's why i try to live my life exactly who i am so that i don't really have to give a fuck if i do end up on tmz or somewhere because it's like yep that's me that's how i look that's how i talk i mean every fucking word of it kiss my ass mm. for women um, w- women that are dating prominent men and women, I- is it difficult to be, because as, as, as fellas, when, when you're, um, when we're kids, at least my father, I had my father, I still have my father, I mean, my, my dad is my example for manhood, my dad tells me, your job is to go out and into society and be a person that people can depend on. Mm-hmm. Be a person that people, when you walk into a room, people can say, uh, Van will get this done for you. Men have to be useful uh-huh. is what right. uh, my my dad uh, kind of instilled in me. What he instilled to, into my sister oh. was that she has to be useful to, to a, a man. man. Yeah, And those are two completely different things. Now, obviously, that message did not get through because my sister is, in fact, a lesbian. Oh, uh, she eat that pussy, huh? Hell yeah. Ooh. Listen, shout out to Ebony. <laughs> okay, my sister's in a relationship with not one woman, but two women. Baller. Lou yeah. Will. They got three, yep, two girlfriends like Lou Will down there. Yeah. Strap on the buyer, strap on for every oh, birthday. Damn. It's her 40th birthday coming up. I got a special damn. strap on. I bought it. I'm sending it down there. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but the point that I'm saying is that for women, it must be difficult to, uh, especially now, I mean, now things are different. We're, we're seeing so many of our best and brightest and uh, most accomplished voices uh, come from my sisters. But it must be difficult to be in orbit of someone your entire existence. It must be difficult. So I would imagine that some of these women, they feel like it's their time now. Yeah. Why is your mindset the same? Why don't you, like, why, what, what's making them so desperate for something and you feel... And it, it's it's not it doesn't seem to be that way with you. You seem to be okay being me. I've been my husband. I was a professional athlete. Oh, were you? I, yes, I played professional basketball. Did you? Yes. Speaking of lesbians, 
<laughs> yes, I played overseas. Did you now? Mm-hmm. Where the real money is? Yeah, well, yeah, not as much for women, but way more than the WNBA. Yes, yeah. and so I was a professional athlete. I played college basketball. I know what it's like to to be him and to be somebody. These girls have never really been anybody. Mm, people have been chanting for you before. Yes, they I've have been, been come. To, they've come to see I've, you yes. before. So they, I know what that life is like, and they've never been anything or anybody. So that's why they feel like it's their time. It's always been my time. Me and my husband share oh, time. Talk your shit, Miko. <laughs> Me and my husband share our time, you know. Yeah. And I and, and a part of the time that I did step down from doing what I do is when I became a mother, mm. you know. And so I I take motherhood seriously, but I also take you know my voice and my life and the things that that I like to do seriously. So what's the number one lesson you want to teach to your son? To always be himself, no matter what. If people don't like you, fuck them. That's their problem. It's not your business. Be who you are so the people around you know who you are and they fuck with you for that. Because if you're someone else and people are fucking with you and then they find out you're somebody else, then then it's like, what what were you doing with yourself? Mm. Um, is it, he's on the road a lot. Yes. He's on the road a lot. Like, what what is what is parenting like when, when daddy's all over the place? Dad, we go where I go where daddy goes. Oh, really? Yeah, my son just recently stopped traveling with us, but yeah, I go oh. I go to every single game, home and road. Wow. My son yeah. has been traveling since he since six weeks old. When the doctor cleared him mm. to travel, he's been going to home and road games his whole life. And then finally, grandma, we moved grandma to to my, down South Florida, mm-hmm. and so whenever he doesn't want to go, he gets to stay with grandma. That's dope. And so I you... go, but I gotta go. The dick gotta get sucked, you know. <laughs> so. Dick gotta get sucked the night before the game, ladies. Come night on. before somebody, the game, somebody, yeah, somebody sucking that dick. So let me tell you something. So let me ask you this: the night before the game, the dick gets sucked. You don't ever worry that you're just gonna drain him to where he can't make plays. This is not my. This is not my request. I am being requested. I am being oh, wow. summoned so to suck part, the dick. This is part of Brett Grimes's sort of mental preparation for the game. Yeah, he likes. He likes. The night before, sometimes the day of. Like if it's a it's a Sunday night game or right. a Monday night game, we usually get it in the day of. Right. Yeah. So the same get. <laughs> this is weird. So because listen, because here's the deal: if if I get my dick, I'm not playing. Like I'm like <laughs> it, it, it's like I'm not I'm not going to play in the game. I'm gonna you be like, exhausted? no, that's some nah, bomb it's, sleep. It's not uh, well, bomb sleep. Well, if you get your dick up before you go to bed, what, you wake what, up refreshed. What ready time to... are we talking? Like how long? His before the his game? curfew is 11 p.m. They uh-huh. have to they have bed check at 11. So you can't be in there. Oh, I'm in there. Okay, so so you're in there after oh, 11. Uh-huh. So what time does this happen though? Like, um, well, he has a uh, meetings at 8:30. This is a routine. I mean, like every single <laughs> NFL. I'm dead ass. Every single NFL team has the exact same routine every single Saturday and Sunday right. for a one o'clock game. Right. So he has a meeting around 8:30. Right. Walkthroughs, you know, all mm-hmm. this stuff, and that's over by 9:15, 9:30. So he's got from 9:30 to 11. Right. Before he goes to bed. Right. So in that window of time. It's a lot of... Do you ever horror. remind him? Do you ever go, um, yo, we haven't, it's time to, you know, what we got to do. Well, he doesn't remind me. I I know what he wants. I know what he God needs. damn it, Nico. <laughs> I can tell what my nigga want. I, I know. I've been around him. I know what he wants. I mean, so I, he has surprised me a couple times and not wanted it. Like, that has happened. What do you? What he, happens then? What do, what do you do? I don't. I Whatever he needs. Like, if I'm all over him, he'll just say, like, let's just lay here or whatever. Let's chill. Oh, and I'm like, all right. Brett, just you chill, sensitive yeah. motherfucker. You just want to cuddle sometimes. I love that. Yeah, so it, if, it depends on what the week was like. If it was a long week of, you know, 
yeah. dick riding and all kind of shit. You know, why not? Let, let, let me tell you something here. <laughs> the question has been asked before. It's like, Miko Grimes makes a lot of trouble for Brent Grimes. It's crazy, what, right? What is, what's happening? I'm starting to understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, what How do you am I making what? trouble for him, though? Because, man, it's, people it's used bullshit. To it. It's people bullshit. It's not trouble. There was a couple times it was trouble. How? What, what do you the consider stadium, trouble? In, that was my, I got a, that was the police harassing me. I agree. Yeah, I agree so how's that trouble for if Brent Grimes? If you guys Grimes. don't know, Amico yeah. was arrested outside yeah. of the uh, the the stadium down in Miami. Was this a couple of years ago? Sun Life, yeah, 2015. 2015, we covered it on TMZ. Like, of course um, you did. Oh no, fuck. fuck um, and and, and uh, tell what tell people what happened. I had a radio incident. station. I had a radio you show. You doing a pod? You had a radio show that you were. Yeah, doing. I was at a radio show, and you know it's supposed to be all sports. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a. My fist is in the air at all times, my nigga. I'm a black woman, and I'm going to speak on things that are happening to my black people. And so I always brought politics and police brutality and and my issues on my show. Mm -hmm. And my program directors obviously didn't like it. A lot of listeners didn't like it. Cops didn't like it because I used to talk about Miami-Dade and the shit they used to do. So they knew you. Yeah. 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 They knew me. The cops knew me, yeah. So I'm at the stadium. This is the first home opener. Uh So... The, the cop basically I, I tried to go into the stadium like I was tailgating I tailgate mm-hmm. every single game mm-hmm. I'm tailgating we're cleaning everything up and I'm going into the stadium we, we're playing the Buffalo Bills and I was just on the radio the day before talking shit about Buffalo calling yeah. the armpit of America saying that team sucks <laughs> you know just doing my usual shout out to Buffalo shit. man yeah and so um, so the fans were throwing shit at me while I'm you know how you gotta wait in line to go into the game it's like mm-hmm. packed yeah. I'm in that crowd and shit's being thrown at me right I'm getting called names and all this stuff. and I Any of the dreaded N-words flying your way? No, no, no. No N-words. Okay. But I pull out of the crowd. I tell my homegirl who's with me. She had never been to a game. She was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, why are people throwing like stuff at me? Put her in the middle of it. Yeah. And so I was like, she's freaking out. Let me call the Dolphin security and have somebody just come get me because it's getting a little mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So I call them and they're like, it's Tupac. Can you go back to your tailgate? We can meet you there. Mm-hmm. We'll pull, pull up on the little golf cart and get you. And bring you around. And I'm like, okay. So I try to go back to the tailgate area and the cop, there's a cop standing there. And as I try to shimmy, imagine like this space right here. This is he was standing right here. And I tried to walk past him. And he just cut me off and shoved me to the ground, me and my homegirl. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And he was like, go the other way. Like, we're not letting nobody go back to the tailgate. First of all, you can't do that. I could have left my purse. What if I didn't have a ticket? You don't even have to have a ticket to tailgate. Right. You can just pay for parking. You can sit out there. People have TVs. They don't go inside. Yeah. They watch outside. Right. I could have left my purse. I could have left anything. You can't tell somebody they can't go back to their car. Right. And I was, and, but I didn't even care about that. I just told him, keep his motherfucking hands off of me. Yeah, don't touch me. And he got upset that I cussed and said, keep your motherfucking hands on me. So he's like, what did you say to me? And I repeated it. And he was talking, Which talking. Which is not illegal in no, any way. No, yeah. no. He was talking his shit, and I'm like, whatever. So I walk away from him. I'm going back to where the crowd is, and I tell my homegirl, like, yo, just duck, cover your head, because we this is the only way we're going to be able to get in. Right. Next thing I know, this motherfucker chokeslammed me to the ground from behind. Right. I didn't even know it was a cop. I thought it was a fan, so I'm getting with the nigga. Right, you like, oh, it's kind of... I'm trying to snatch this nigga from behind me I because, you. you know, I'm on my chest. He's on my back with his right. arm around me, but he's little. Yeah. And so I'm, like, grabbing him, and I'm, like, <laughs> pulling him around, and I see the, the uniform, and I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And then I start getting jumped by multiple cops at this point. They just mm-hmm. beat my ass, and they tell me I'm not getting arrested. They just wanted to beat my ass and tell me to stop talking shit about them on my radio show. So you show. are not arrested? No. They, told, they mentioned the radio show? Yes. Yes. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So so I told them that That's I was suing. I started yelling all kind of shit, like telling them, oh, I'm suing you, motherfucker. That's when somebody started filming, when I was snapping. Yeah, we, we, they saw, was, we had the video. Yeah. They was telling, at that point, they were telling me I wasn't being arrested while I was on the ground. They was like, we're going to take the cuffs off. Chill, like relax. You're making it bigger than it is. Nigga, y'all just beat my ass. The fuck you mean? I'm right. making it bigger than it is. Right. So then they, the, the black cop, the lady cop, she was saying like, hey, just be quiet. They're going to let you go. But if you keep saying you're suing and all this stuff, they're going to take you in. I said, I don't give a fuck. I am suing. Right. And she was like, I'm telling you, if you keep saying they're going to make up some... This is the black cop. Right. The female. Right. I was like, whatever. So they, I didn't know there was a jail in every single state. Yeah, they got a holding cell Didn't in that know bitch. that. So they took me there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they, they took me there and the bitch. cops in there fuck with me. And I was like, why is Miko Grimes in here? Right. And I was like, oh, you know, just put her in the cell. They refused to put me in the cell. Right. They refused. Right. And so I'm sitting there watching the game with them, eating mm-hmm. snacks. We chilling. I'm like, how long am I, do I have to sit here? Let me go. Right. And they was like, just let them the stall. They, they want you to say that you're not going to sue. And I was like, I'm not saying that. She was right. like, they're going to take you to jail. And I said, they have no charges. I didn't do anything. Right. She was like, they're going to make up something. And they brought the little paper in. All my charges, 11 years I'm facing, th- three felonies, all this shit. Yeah. I said, y'all done lost y'all motherfucking mind. Right. So I was like, fuck it, take me to jail then. Cool, because I'm going to sue. I'm definitely going to get you motherfuckers. And I was talking shit. So I went to jail. I did nine hours. Damn. In the big house. <laughs> in the big house. And it was so dope when I got there. All the cops knew me. It was all fucked. They tried to put me in the celebrity cell area. Right. And the, the fucking sergeant or whoever supervisor was like, that bitch ain't no celebrity. Put that bitch in the regular people jail. Called you out your name like that? Yeah, she was reckless. And But the, the other people there, they was like, don't mm. say nothing back. They refused to put me in there. I never made it to a jail. Never. Where did you Where did you stay? I sat. You know when you 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 walk in. I don't know if you ever been arrested. No. But there's like a holding area where they sit you before they process you, and mm-hmm. then you come out of there. You do a mugshot, mm-hmm. and then you come out of there. You go to the orange jumpsuit, right. and then you come out of there and you sit in these uncomfortable, hard ass plastic seats that are all attached to each other. Mm-hmm. And there's only two phones, and you only dial local calls. That's where they kept me. When everybody got processed and moved to the cells. The other officers was telling their supervisor, we're not doing that. She already posted bail. She had the bail on her. Had the cash bail on her. So <laughs> Brett's playing in the stadium. Oh, he's refusing to play, too, because he don't know where I am. So he didn't play in the, that game. The Dol- no, he did, but the Dolphins lied to him. They lied to him to get him to play. So, okay. So after he plays the game, he, he finds out he, what the He fuck looks happened. at his phone, and his phone is blowing up. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's seeing everybody saying that I got arrested. So he goes to the office like, my wife got arrested. It was like, oh, yeah. They made him think that I had got into it. Because he was like, oh, my God, was with a Bills fan? Because she always has problems with the right. Bills fans. Because I got in a fight a couple times up in mm-hmm. Buffalo, too. Right. So he thought, it was a, he thought it was with a Bills fan. But then when he found out it was a cop, they never told him it was with a cop, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so when he walked outside and saw his mom and my son and my friend, and they told him he went back in and was going off on the Dolphins. So what? So what's the conversation that you and Brett have after this whole thing happens? Like, what does this affect you guys in any way? Uh, no. Well, how it affected us as far as, you know, business is, mm-hmm. you know, that's that I believe that's when he decided he would not be a Dol- Miami Dolphin anymore. Right. They wouldn't. They refused to give us the footage to sue the cops mm-hmm. because I would have to sue them, too, apparently. Right. So they refused to give me the footage and they were like, listen, Miko, we're going to make this go away. We've already talked to the cops. They're going to they're not going to testify. They're not like they're not going to push this. It's going to go away. It's like never happened. I say, what the fuck you mean? Like it never happened. I have to go to a chiropractor now. You know what I'm saying? My back is fucked my up. Neck and my, back. my reputation, like you got people thinking that I'm out here swinging on cops and headbutting cops and like I'm yeah. some savage or some dumb yeah. shit. Because did you see a TMZ headline we wrote? No. You didn't see it? I, I didn't even watch because I didn't I didn't really want to. 
feel a way about y'all because I do watch the show. Yeah, we it said Ratchet Tales. <laughs> oh God, wife of no, I'm just joking. It, 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 it probably it, did. <laughs> I like being called Ratchet. You like it? Yeah. What? what why do you like being called Ratchet? Um, because I am Ratchet. Tell me about that. Ratchet is a pejorative, and everyone would say that it was. You don't mind it. Why? No, because I I am ratchet because I do all the things that are inappropriate. You know, I t- I take pictures of myself taking a shit and I put them on social ah! media. Yes. You know, like right. I do all the inappropriate things that that get you called ratchet, and I'm cool with it. And you like it? Yeah. Like okay. It. Real quick, let's pay some bills. Hold that thought. Let's pay some bills. This week's podcast is also brought to you by Casper. Sleep is incredibly important. You children who are trying to not sleep one day will realize how important a good night's sleep is to you being your best. And Casper is trying to help you make that happen. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. Everything that we talk about on this podcast, weight loss, mental health, all of that stuff, sleep is a very, very important component of that. If you don't sleep right, your brain's going to be all messed up. If you don't sleep right, you're definitely not going to lose any weight. Um, so invest into your sleep. Get $50 por- towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com backslash pill and using pill at checkout. That's casper.com backslash pill. Offer code P-I-L-L for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com backslash pill. Offer code P-I-L-L for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Listen, we talk about them all the time here on this show. Um, we, we really discuss sort of what you actually have to do. We talk about solutions here. That's why it's so great to have a podcast like Afropunk Solution Sessions, which the entire goal is not to enhance problems, but to talk about solutions to these problems. It's co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works. Afropunk Solution Sessions uh, deals with real-world solutions, like I said, to the problems that marginalized people face, like central things like running from political office to restorative justice to activism Afropunk Solution Sessions arms people with the knowledge and tools they need to affect change and build power in black communities. Like my man Mosh Torrey says, solutionaries, getting people together on the side of solutions to these issues. And every week, co-hosts Bridget Todd and Eve Jeffcoat speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers, community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Police Colors about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Meaningful, substantive conversation about these things. Afropunk Solution Sessions is exciting 
this type of conversation and motivating people to make a difference. Some of the conversations include what does it mean for black people to have a seat at the table? How can we expand reproductive rights for marginalized people? People don't understand when your reproductive rights are hit. A lot of times it's the marginalized people, the voiceless people that are affected about these pernicious policies first. These conversations are very informative and inform and, and, and let people know what they have to do to kind of fight back against them. Also, how can we reclaim our space? What is our space? Where is our space? How do we get it back? I'm so interested to hear uh, what these amazing thinkers have to say. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. You're not going to want to miss Afropunk Solution Sessions. What, what per, What's the perception of yourself you want people to have? I want people to have that say that Miko lived her life her way. Mm-hmm. She did it her way. Right. And she didn't give a fuck who didn't like it. Mm-hmm. What, what are the goals that you have? Because I'm sure Brett has goals. and He's playing Tampa right now, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sure, you know, football players set, have goals to set benchmarks and stuff like that. What... What do you? What are your personal goals? What What is it that Miko Grimes? Wants? I've always wanted my own show, mm. my own sports talk show per se, and so that is something that I was working on before I met him, mm-hmm. and it slowed down because of him because right. he wants a wife that goes to every game that's present, and and I, I want to be. I never wanted to have a nanny that took care of my son, so I had to sacrifice my career and things that I really wanted to do to be what my son needed and what my husband needed. So hopefully one day, which I'm trying to work on it now, I will shoot a pilot for my own sports talk show. Hopefully somebody will pick it up. More like a Vice Netflix thing. I'm not appropriate for TV. I don't plan on needing any sponsors because I'm going to offend the fuck out of everyone. And I don't want my sponsors to say, oh, we're dropping you. I don't need your money. I'm already rich as fuck. I want my own show. and I I want. (laughs) And I want to just be able to be myself and do my brand of sports report. What is your brand of sports reporting? I'm actually covering the sports, not who they fucked, who they cheated on, what drug they took, you know, who. What kind of organization would focus itself on what people are doing in their personal lives? I'm outraged. But, you know, I could never be a part of such things. TMZ can do that, though. But, you know, when you have these sports reporters, like I grew up wanting to be a sports reporter and I used to couldn't wait for the Sunday paper because then. That's the only time I found out exactly what Magic Johnson's week was like uh-huh. from the Sunday paper. Right. Now, I don't give a fuck who cheated on their wife. I don't care. Can the nigga hoop? Here's the, let me tell you <laughs> something, and this is interesting. It's interesting that you're saying this because that idea that you're, that you're talking about now is actually a throwback idea. And the reason why I say that is if you look at ESPN, all the most – there was a time at ESPN where the most uh, – um, respected personalities on ESPN or any of these channels were all people who broke down a game, right? Yeah. Were all people who had some kind of insight on the game, people that could give you whatever. That's not true anymore. No. Now all the most respected personalities are gossipers, like uh, Adam Schefter's bitch ass. Oh, I want a, I want a celebrity boxing whoa. match with that fuck nigga what's your, so bad. What's your beef with Adam Schefter? He always got some shit to if say you guys about don't somebody. Know who Adam Schefter is because Lauren don't know. If you don't. Right, Adam, Adam Schefter, Schefter is an NFL insider for for ESPN. Yeah, he's a man, he's a little bitty, tiny, bite sized little white man that clearly knows nothing about sports, but he know everybody's business. Damn. Yes, he's not the shade. Yes, room. he is. And oh, now yeah. they got the nerve to get this nigga. <laughs> now he, now he got the nerve. They got the what? nerve. What? He got a sideline reporting job now too, Van. Yo, like, buzz this. Bullshit. Andrew Schefter. Uh, 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 no, Schefter is the guy. Schefter is the guy who 
if somebody is getting released, signed, cut, traded, or something like that, they give him the info. You hear it from Schefter yeah. first, but like those are actual NFL transactions, though. No, 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 no. But he also talks about people's personal lives, like doing drugs, cheating, all that. That's how he got famous. That's how he got the plug that he is. Really, you got to go deeper. Yes, mm. he used to be the gossip. He was the shade room, my nigga. Right. And I hated him because I used to be like, you can't catch, you can't throw, <laughs> you can't shoot. How the fuck? He is now a sideline reporter for the NBA. Mm, How? Yeah. Right. What do you know about basketball? Mm, you see what I mean? I he in my way. He in my motherfucking lane. Mm. And that's why I'm offended too. I'm like, this motherfucker is getting all these jobs because he's a gossiper, because he knows dirt and tea, bitch. He be having his little pinky up, telling everybody <laughs> business and shit. <laughs> I've never heard. And he's you know, considered a sports reporter. I've never That's heard, not a sports reporter. I've never heard like a, a negative opinion of Adam Schefter. Before. Oh, he blocked me on Twitter. Did he? Yeah. Who all has you blocked on Twitter? I don't know because I don't really I don't follow people I don't like. Look it up. How do okay? Can you look up a a a? Tell me, yo. Yeah. Can you see on Twitter who has you blocked? No, you have to go to their page. Huh? Jesus, did you post something on Instagram about me? Did I? I'm just lit on Instagram all of a sudden. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, so you yeah, can't. Yeah, you can't. No, you would have to like go to their page to see if you're blocked. Who's the most famous person that has you blocked? Do you know? I don't know. I think Adam Schefter. Yeah, I don't Adam know Schefter. who has me blocked, though. I got you beat. You know who has me blocked? Who? Ashton Kutcher. <gasps> What'd you do? <laughs> Look at his face. He was like, Ashton Kutcher. So a Ashton Kutcher doesn't really fuck with TMZ like that, right? Oh. And so. Go figure. The, the, the. When you start to make your, like, watch this. Lauren's on the show. Lauren, try to go to Ashton. Twitch, uh, try to go to Ashton. So Kutcher's all y'all right blocked. Now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Go to Ashton Kutcher's Twitter right now, Lauren. See. You know. You know why you're not blocked? Cause you ain't popping on the show yet. Ooh. That's why you ain't blocked. Once Everybody you, that's popping is once blocked. he knows who you are, you're blocked. You're Damn. blocked. He doesn't fuck with TMZ like that. He's got me blocked. I take that as a compliment, though. I love Ashley Kutcher, by the way. Yeah, um, but so back to what we were sort of discussing. You want this sports show. Do you envision this being something that happens after Brett's finished playing, or you are you doing well, that? Well, yeah, that's what the plan was that, but he keeps on fucking playing. This is year niggas, 13. Nigga's still making plays out there. Yeah, he's 35. He'll be 35 in three months, and uh -huh. this is year 13, and so... You know, we imagined he wouldn't be in the league this long because the league don't really fuck with him. Right. But he se tends to think that because of my shit talking and bragging about him, that's kind of how he's still collecting checks because nobody talks about him. He's never on Sports Center. Shout he's out to never... Brent Grimes. I wouldn't have known who he was if it wasn't for you. <laughs> yeah. So Shout he... me like, not, yeah, not but that's what that, he brother. says. He's like, yo, nobody would even know me if it wasn't for you. Right. Because he's a he's a useful. He's a good player. He's like, but I, I wouldn't have known. Useful. You listen. Useful is the most important thing a man can be. Okay. There's respect. nothing less. I respect that. Nothing. I took that as a negative, but it really is a useful. positive. A everyone that I think is mean something, people talk to me like, "How was Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther?" Useful. useful. That he had a use. The one thing as a man that you can't be is useless, and it's a lot oh, of God. useless it's guys so out many here. Useless niggas. Y'all don't even understand. You gotta be useful. Anytime you're out there, just have someone that needs you. For something and be able to deliver, and you are all right. I have a question for you. What do NFL players hate that we don't know that they hate it? They hate the media. Did you know really? that? I mean, not, it doesn't. No, I mean, like, they don't even think it should be a part of their job, and they're right. 
They hate the media. Hate them motherfuckers. Okay, so we're going to do something here. <laughs> I am, for better or worse, oh, the God. media. Oh, And I'm an, a player? You're an NFL player. Oh, God. It's role playing. I yeah, like role we're like, playing. We're, so I'm saying this. I'm gonna. You tell me why okay. you hate me, and I'm going to tell you why you need me. Go. Tell me why you hate me. Because you don't even know how to do what I do when you talk about me. Okay. If <laughs> I didn't talk about you, nobody would be talking about you. Yeah, they would. How? Because the game is on TV. Okay, the game is on TV, but when we're when the game is being played, all those little interesting tidbits about somebody's life that makes people really connect with them, how are they going to get them if not from me? I didn't have those tidbits growing up, and I was still connected. I was fine. I think the media has has become, you guys think that you're more important than the athlete. You think that somebody came to see what the fuck you got to say when nobody gives a fuck what you got to say. You don't even ask the right questions. Mm. You ask me questions because you want clicks instead of actually asking me real questions about mm. the game and what the fuck is going on. Mm. So do you think as a player that people care more about the stop that you made or the technique that you played in or the defense that you're in or do you think people want to know what's inside your head? What do you think people care about more? Because I could tell you right now, if I tell somebody right now, yo, uh, I, I really love, I'm playing the nickel right now, but I, I think I should be a number one or number two DB. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't like playing situationally and stuff like that. There's so many people who watch football that that's going to go above there, their heads. Well, as an athlete, I'm not actually allowed to tell you those kind of things. I have a Why? script. I have a script that my owner and my team, my GM has given me. So I'm not even allowed to tell you. So it's you. all bullshit anyway. Yes. Y'all niggas is a bunch of liars. Because the media is full of shit. Mm. So is there anything that <laughs> If us, the media was real, the players would be real. If the, is there anything that us as the media can do to both give people what they want from their athletes because people look up to their athletes as heroes mm -hmm. and not just and not just you know guys uh -huh. that execute game plans is there anything that we can do to be truer and fairer to you guys' lives actually being more genuine about the interview meaning don't like like for example if i just played a a game and it was i played a bad game or a good game doesn't matter a lot of the questions have nothing to do with the game Mm. Ask me about the game. If I have some other outside shit happening in my life and I just played in an important game, why is that leading the questions? Mm. You don't care about the game. You only care about what's going to get you clicks and what I respond to. Right. And you even like it when I don't respond and when you get a negative reaction out of me because that's more clicks that you're going to get. Okay. So well, ask me real questions about my sport, about the, the what my job is, and that is a way to show the athlete that you're actually doing your job. Okay, well, I'm about to call the league office on you because I feel like what you're doing right now is you're being too aggressive with me. You have to talk oh, to me after every game. So why right, you, why I'm you, forced. You're you jumping all down my throat. Interesting, though. It's interesting because I do feel like that there are different athletes that know how to manipulate the media. Oh, yeah. And there's some of them, they don't seem to mind uh, the media sort of... Um, Getting in their business. They definitely don't mind social media. Right. A lot of them seem more increasingly... Uh, increasingly uh, connected to social media how does social media affect your life your marriage the perception of miko grimes well you know the sad part about social media is, is a good and a bad of it the mm -hmm. good part is it did give people a voice it gave people their own platform to put out whatever their business is like mm -hmm. you know we didn't have that before you would have to get on the news or like pay for a commercial to put a business out there now you can have an instagram and run a business right. but what also happens with social media is everything's not the truth but once it's said it's Bible. Right. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? So so it's like 
even if I didn't do what someone said, it's out there like the Me Too movement. You can just say Van raped me. No, you can't. And it is true that until it's true until it dies down. You see what I mean? Right. So with social media, when someone writes something, it's true. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie. Like Charlamagne, Charlamagne says, says that. Says, yeah. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is very Char- entertaining Char- and fun and cool. Miko, am I detecting a little bit of disdain that you might have for the Me Too movement? Yes, you are. Really? You are. We gotta get into this. Talk your shit. What's, I don't. What's, I don't. What's, I, fuck the Me Too movement. If you want to keep whoa, it real. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Oprah turned me off the Me Too movement. How is this? Because she. First of all, I didn't like that. You know, this is my thing. I understand that a lot of women were put in some awkward situations. You know, at some times by some very powerful men, but. How it fucked me over is when Oprah took, got that award mm-hmm. at the at the what was that the Oscar what what was that Golden Globes and she compared uh, Reese Taylor to the Me Too movement mm. like for me and this isn't everybody right. but this is this is what I take as an as a as a higher the highest percentage of the Me Too movement women as women who are white not black who are white or or non black. In Hollywood, in that entertainment industry, going to get jobs for movies and someone saying, well, if you suck my dick, I might get you the job. And she sucked his dick and now she's complaining about it. I had to do all these things and he made me feel like I had to. But you won something after that. You got a movie deal. You're wealthy now. You're rich. You not are, all of them. Not all, I'm not, not, not all of them. Yeah. But I'm saying there's a lot of those who are complaining now. You have a choice. If, they, if you were raped, that's different. But if somebody just propositions you and say, I got a dick right here, and if you should happen to want to suck it, mm-hmm. you might get the job and you right. suck it. Right. Don't. You're not a me too. No, no. Right. Why right. y'all? Why, that you chose that. Mm-hmm. Here, okay, a couple things. Yeah, get that dick out of my face. Put <laughs> that dick right there. The water bottle dick was in my face. First of all, move that dick all the way over there to that side of the table. That's the first okay, thing. Okay. Um, but okay, so I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a push back a little bit because I, I like this. I like this this shit so when we, you, you talk about choices choices are based upon um choices are oftentimes situational right okay like a bunch of niggas in the hood right now dealing dope there's a bunch of people that are gonna be like yo it's their choice to deal dope and yes. sure it is yes at the same time you might argue that they had less viable choices Correct. than some other people therefore if but we, it still was a choice it still was a choice mm-hmm but we have to look at how we correct things to make people's choices less devastating to their mm-hmm. lives. So in the case of somebody... I don't like your comparison, by the way, but I'm going to let you it's, cook. It's, it, I'm not... <laughs> it's not a one-to-one. It's not a one-to-one okay. uh, by any means. But when I, but what, the point that I'm making is that in a situation to where you've come out to L.A., you want to be an actress, you want to be all of these things... You have Harvey Weinstein or whomever, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly lawyers. Ding! Uh, <laughs> it, it, like, in, 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 in front of you, um, you may feel like you don't have a choice. You might feel powerless in a situation to say no. If you're talking to somebody who owns or, or has a significant amount of power that they can wield in the city... And if you rebuff this person, you pack up and go back to where you're from. That doesn't seem like a very viable choice to a lot of people. 
Well, that's in your mind. You know, I've I, people have propositioned me when I was coming up in this industry to do things that I wouldn't do, and I, I damn near pulled a gun on one nigga. Mm. It's about what you really are standing for. Do you want that job? Do you want to? Do you really want the job that bad that you have to give somebody your pussy or your or your mouth? Like, do you? Yeah, they I, do. They want it that then, bad. Then that's what you chose. Yeah, but uh, well, the, but isn't it unfair for them to have been in that p- position in the first? They should have told right then and there. Nobody would have cared. They would have been in trouble. They would have never but, got their job. But the question is, isn't it unfair that they have to make that decision? Isn't that what we're talking about? More so yes. than, than them. Are we talking about them not be not having to make that decision? I'm not saying that you, the Me Too move, these women that I'm speaking of, the ones I don't like, I'm not saying that, <laughs> that it's not sad what happened to them. Right. I'm saying you chose your destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I took the long route. I didn't suck nobody's dick to get on ESPN. So that's why I never really made it, I feel like. Right. I didn't do some of the things that a lot of women in my position did in this industry to get where they wanted to go. And right. I'm fine with that. I lived with that. Right. You know, I had to pack my shit up and go do radio right. for, for five years because I didn't want to do some of the things that would have gotten me on TV faster. Right. You got to live with that. You got to eat that. That's life. Mm. You know, and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that there these men in power or women were wrong, weren't wrong for what they did, but they we were all, super wrong. Yes, yeah. but they used their power and then you allowed their power to overtake who you are as a person, apparently. Because right. if you're not that person, I'm not sucking no dick that I don't want in my mouth. I don't give a fuck what the job. You would have to tell me that my they, they're killing my son or something and I might suck the dick. One billion dollars. No, I don't need a billion dollars. What do I need a billion dollars for? Let's go around Nobody the needs a billion dollars. Let's go around the room. Go ahead. Who would suck a dick for a billion dollars? A billion dollars. A stranger dick too. Jason. Jason's sucking a dick. Maddie? No. Maddie says he's not sucking the dick. Does everyone know? Nah, nigga, everybody knows. Everybody like, don't, try knows. To, don't try to do it in secret. You, a billion. <laughs> like it matters. He's like, going like, like, wait, right, does anybody right. know? You don't know. <laughs> uh, I can't ask the question because I'm not about to get me to, but you guys know what the question is, ladies. A billion. I didn't think about it. I, I'm a wealthy woman, so I feel like it's unfair. Mm, it is true. I only thought about it because huh? I'm like, dang, but my nah, I can't really do it. I made I made promises to my father. The mortgage paid off right now. Can't do it. I wouldn't. But I'm then not. Afterwards, like once I just, that money go, you gotta be like, this man. No, but you gotta live with yourself. Look at Jason back there. You know how many poor people in my family? Jason, you could live the rest of your life off a billion dollars. You really could. You could wait. You could live the rest of your. If you have a billion dollars. Your your family is generationally set, all right. Like generationally mm, set. I don't know. A billion depends on if you do it right. You first of all, be, you're gonna cut it in half be, when you get it because you it, only get five hundred million from tap to taxes. First, it's no way you're gonna suck somebody's dick and then pay taxes on it. <laughs> this, if you this, suck somebody's this, dick this, for a billion dollars, that's gotta in be this tax-free. country bullshit. So they taking they Uncle Sam taking taking his five. It's he a wants tough life out here, man. Um, so. And it being all that stuff that we said, how do we address harassment in the workplace then? What would Miko Grimes do to fix it? I mean, we, we, we're not, we're a fucked up country. There's no way to address it. Men are always going to grab pussies and do the disrespectful things right. they do because women aren't treated with respect, period, in this entire country. Well, we have to We're not even paid do, equally for work that we, we do to, equally. But we have to try to do better, right? How? How? We can't even respect black people. How are we going to respect women? Well, I mean, listen, as black people, well, there's a way that we respect black people. There's a way that we, black people, we have to demand our respect. Um, we, we we respect one another. We caucus with one another. And then we cut everybody out of what it is that we're doing. And if, they have no choice but to respect us. But I, don't you see that when, we, when, when men rape women, do you see the time they get? 
I get it, but what I'm Nobody saying is... Nobody gives a fuck if you guys are raping us and touching our pussies. It's only when we, a whole bunch of women, decide to stand up and say, let's get these motherfuckers fired. If we all gang up, well, we can take them the, down. Isn't that the answer, though? Isn't that the, doesn't it, include black people or black women, in well, my we have opinion. To, we have to, as black men as and as 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 black men, as first of all, I don't... Here's, here's the issue. Like I care about black people... I, it's paramount to me. I really kind of only care about black people. And in terms of this, I I, I, can't, I want everybody to have a great life. Yes. But as far as, I want everyone to have a great life. Let me make sure I, that says, I want, no matter what race you are, I want to see you live your life full, free of discrimination, free of the things. I, I want to see you live out loud. Who, whatever whoever, you do with yourself. Whatever you, you do with do, yourself. Yes. Wh whoever you are. However, I'm only actually invested in the freedom and upward mobility of black people. So am I. That's the only thing that I will actually go out there and put your energy and sacrifice into. for and put my energy into because right. these are the people I grew up with that loved me. That that that's, that's who you people. are. You look at yourself. So every day. and that also happened. That obviously that includes black women. So I think as black men, we need to take a vested interest in the safety yeah. um, of of black women. Um, on the whole, when we're talking about something like these movements don't we have to challenge ourselves to not be the way that you say that we are even if we're that way don't it don't we have yeah but how who's governing you who's making you look at our president the nigga is the grab pussy champion so it's like <laughs> you guys don't have any reason to be better because there's no pun real punishment i think rape should be punished way more heavily than drug use or sale right I think molestation of children. Well, rape is a capital crime, so a lot of times, if you if you if, if if you get convicted of rape, I guess what I'm asking you is, do you think the whole thing is a lost cause? Yeah, really, because we're not doing anything to make it right. Like we're just complaining and and fucking people's lives up in their businesses. Like like I, I have another problem with the Me Too movement. Of let's say you how old are you? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Let's say when you were twenty two, uh -huh. you inappropriately touched a woman uh -huh. you didn't rape her but you definitely sexually harassed her physically and verbally right you fucked her over right okay mm -hmm. now you're wealthy you're you're van you you're harvey right i would never want to be harvey but, but yeah, let's you. say you're harvey right. 38 mm -hmm. and this girl comes forward and says you sexually assaulted her and whatever you get is what and you, you lose your whole career for a, um, something that you did when you were younger whatever that's you get tough. I, it's, it's tough that's tough it's tough but so there, a, you see the rules it's so crazy the rules are the, this is what i'm saying i know it's a lot of people out, out, walking around out here that have committed a lot of different crimes and transgressions that because of the situation in society, they went unpunished. It's a lot mm -hmm. of people out here that have been discriminatory. It's a lot of people that, if that shit catches up to you, God bless you. That's what you deserve, is what you're That's, saying. Well, to me. But, but you ever think about young kids? Young, You were young no, once. You used to grab asses and titties and shit back <laughs> you know, in your day. You know but you know what I mean? Yeah, listen. Listen, you know what's funny? I think I'm pussy. Let me tell you why I think you I'm pussy. You never did that? I never did. Like, uh, like, let me let me tell you something. You wasn't getting no hoes when I you think was younger. I was getting hoes, well, not as much, but I, I, I'm telling you something. I think I'm pussy because let, let me let me tell you why I think I'm pussy. I'm gonna be real with you. It's because so many women that I've talked to have been like, "Yeah, niggas grab your ass in the club," and I'll be like, oh, "Really? You never well, did that? I I never. I mean, Dang, I, like, I, like, I actually, I actually went. I remember one time I was at this place in Baton Rouge called the Rose. 
And the Rose, they had this strip show where the girls would come, right? And they it wasn't like a strip club. It was like a locked a door house. strip show. Yeah. <laughs> so you sit there. Literally, there was chairs around in a circle, and girls would come and dance in the middle of the circle, and we would throw money and stuff like that. And I was when I was throwing money, I was putting money out there, and one of these girls was at me. She's like, oh, you're so sweet. You can touch me if you want. And I'm like, oh, okay, dope. And so she she bends over, and she spreads her ass cheeks, and... You what I heard, what I heard her say was, "Put your finger in my asshole." <laughs> but what she really said was, "Don't put your finger in you the asshole." The, you missed I, the doubt. I swear, I was like, because she had just said, "You can touch me if you want," and then and so I she bent over, and I put my finger in her asshole. The next thing you know, I was in a chokehold. I was like, "Yo, she told me I could." So, I, so what I'm saying is, oh my God. things like that reinforced. That like I remember when I was in college. You taught if, I, early if, I, if I grabbed for the for the panties and you didn't lift your ass so I could so get them off. You get them off. That I'm not fucking. Abort. Abort mission. I'm not like uh, like. You're not thirsty. I'm not yet yeah, abort. Abort. I lifted them up. Okay, cool, girl. That's cool. You're go not ahead. like the typical man. Nah, go ahead and get your sleep with queen. a hard dick. Get your sleep, queen. You know what I'm saying? But so but that's but, nice to know. But what I'm saying is though, in that that doesn't make me better than anyone else. Obviously, I've been in dicey situations in college when drinking was involved and all that stuff like that and we've all had to learn lessons mm -hmm. not better than any but what i'm saying is it's it is more to your point it's a lot more prevalent than i thought that it yes. was it's happening a lot yeah so you know it, it's interesting though because you don't really hear you don't worry about females like getting super mad at you about you saying fuck the me too movement no or i don't Cause you'll snatch their weave. No, because out. I'm. This is who I am. This is I, this is how I feel. Like I, I know a lot of these women and their stories. You know, I I've, I grew up here in L.A. I know a lot of very famous people, right. and I know a lot of those backstories. And I'm not allowed to, you know, tell people's business stuff. But I know a lot of these people were doing things like this. Well, if I gotta suck this dick to get this role, then that's just what I gotta do. Mm. Mm. And now you want to say me too? Mm. I don't appreciate it. Mm. Side chicks, your thoughts? Ooh, have a, very needed. Needed. Side yeah. chicks are needed. Yeah. How? How you say this? Um, sometimes they hold marriages together. You know, they... they God they, damn it. Nico <laughs> for president. Like, 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 like me, like, you know, Brent, Brent, yo, Brent, you a real one, G. This, this, <laughs> this, this part of the podcast is just dedicated to Brent Grimes. <laughs> no. Brent, you winning. You out here with your pasty ass dog out here making ah, plays on the field. God. And not that I'm trying to go out and get the side, not none of that, but I'm saying, tell me about this, that your brand is the man. Well, I feel like it's very difficult to find everything in one person. Mm -hmm. And so what you end up doing is you, you should do is find you somebody that completes you the most, that makes you the most happy all around. But if she so happens to be lacking in a certain area and you want to get that stimulated from someone else, I feel like if it's done the right way, right. It, it's going to happen. What's the right way? It depends on your relationship. Like, mm. you know, what, how, how, how your relationship is, what, what you feel like is, is appropriate or not, what you can get away with. But mm -hmm. like, for example, a lot of men don't like fucking their wife. They don't. They mm. they fucked her so much, they're kind of over it. And, and like I think men like to like just fuck different women occasionally. It doesn't mean that he's in love with her or... Did you just say you think her. men like to fuck different women occasionally? Occasionally, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like safe you, assumption. Yeah, and so yeah, but it's like you have your wife, but I think women might want to fuck somebody else too. But I think so too. Yeah, you know, but yeah. men men exercise it more. Right. And I just feel like sometimes when he does it, he feels awful afterwards. Right. And he comes home and he's the best husband ever. Sometimes he needed that so he could be a good husband. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, I have a lot of guy friends and, I, and I'm and i like their therapist and I hear some of the stories and I just be like, damn, so she actually made your relationship better? Right. Like, I hear these stories all the time. Like, she's, if, if the woman is doing whatever it is that the wife ain't doing, mm. but the wife is needed because you have a family and you love her and you, you want that that family but this other girl does something else for you on the side that you don't get from your wife and it's not like um it's not like you treat her better than your wife or anything like that but you treat her with some type of respect but you get what you get out of give you know like you guys have a give take side relationship and sometimes it, it works so do you demand fidelity in your relationship no you don't no i, I feel like an idiot demanding something that i have no control over mm. So when so how get, does that how does how does that work do you you feel completely fulfilled in your relationship even though you might know that things are happening like that Well you know what I like about Brent is if he if he has cheated I don't know Do mm. I think he has absolutely But I've never mm. caught him I, What if you catch him though I'm gonna tell him we should share her first why you why you why you holding out <laughs> I had to throw the water bottle because now Brent Grimes has gone from being that nigga to being in the nigga Hall of Fame. Oh my God. I don't know if Brent Grimes is going to Canton for what he did on the field, <laughs> but he's already there for what's sitting across. This is this is eye opening. Model white boy. Why, why is cheating? Cheating should never be a deal breaker. I'm not. Listen, listen. I, I'm not about to get my. I'm look. I'm talking to this is Miko. <laughs> Miko is talking. So you so if you you're gonna say we have share her, are you gonna feel betrayed though? I, I think that because he knows I've asked for threesomes before, and I feel like if he does it without me, I'm gonna feel away. Right. And I'm gonna feel like you want it, you want it for yourself. You don't want us to have another bitch. You want a bitch. Mm. So I'm gonna feel away. But he might not want to share his bitch with me. And he's told me before he don't want to share me with somebody else. He's right. rolling I'm I'm warming him up. Right. I'm warming him up. I'm I'm getting there. So do, do, do these threesomes are do do that you guys ever bring another guy in? Oh no. Okay. I don't think that's that's a deal breaker for him. I feel nah, like man, ain't that, that ain't never had that shit. Let me tell you something. Another why, dick, two dicks, this and is why, this is the reason no. why I asked that question. That's a fight. Question: I asked that question because one of my homeboys, <laughs> he's gonna know as soon as he hears this. <laughs> one of my homeboys, he had been married. It's his tenth anniversary. And he asked his wife, "He's like, yo, I think we should have a threesome now. We've been together ten years." And she goes, "I agree. I agree." Too. She, she was like, "Which one of your homies we gonna do it with?" <laughs> oh, bet. she caught that nigga. Sleeping. Yeah. He, um, you got to know what you ask for. If you ask for another woman, what happens if she asks for another man? Nah, that's not. Uh, you have to you be can't. willing to accept yeah. that if she gives you nah. your side. Nah, I can't. You can't do that. That's not gonna compromise. Happen. Compromise, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So you think? So you do? You, what do you think it is about? I mean, obviously there are traditionalists out there, right? But what do you think it it, it is that like uh, because you know most people don't have that 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 outlook. I see people breaking up with their husbands and their wives for cheating. And I'm like, you going to go get with somebody else and they're going to cheat too. You don't just keep breaking up with people. Mm. Like you have to, at some point decide what's Do important. Do you cheat? I want to. Yeah. I cheat with women. 
occasionally. Oh, yeah. Okay. My husband knows that I, he calls me a lesbian all the time. He's like, you're a lesbian. I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, you let girls eat your vagina. And I'm like, yeah, because it's fun. It feels good. <laughs> wow. So he thinks that that makes me a lesbian. This I don't think it makes me a lesbian. Um, and so if, 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 so if uh, letting a girl eat your vagina doesn't make you a lesbian, what makes you a lesbian? I think being in a rela- wanting to be in a relationship with a girl. You couldn't see that. No. You, you couldn't see yourself being in a relationship with a We would have woman. to use a plastic dick. What? Shout out to my sister. I'm cool. I'm cool on the rubber dick. All I right. need a heartbeat behind it. Heartbeat in the dick. Makes yeah, sense. I need to feel the pulse. Um, so... <laughs> Is 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 there anything that you know in in terms of uh, of marriage, the traditional view of marriage uh, that you do believe in that you think is important? Like, is it important to you that the man make more money than the woman? No. Is it important to you? That- None of it. I would have never even gotten married if I wouldn't have had a kid. Mm. Never, never would I've ever ever let this government in my business if I didn't have a kid. I had to. We had to. Right. It just made more sense business-wise for us as a family. Right. For our son to have the same last name, all three of us have the same last name for medical reasons, you know, for me to be under the NFL insurance when I was pregnant. Uh-huh. All those reasons are why we got married. Me and Brent already decided we wanted to be together for the rest of our life. We didn't need a piece of paper to tell us that. Uh-huh. That just had to happen in order for things to move smoothly through the rest meet? of our life. His teammates... Mm. Playing Cupid, hooking us up. I was covering the Falcons at the time, and um, I had a bunch of the players on my radio show and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And so then I met, I knew a bunch of them. They were sleeping with a bunch of my friends too. And so one, two of his teammates were like, "Yo, I want to hook you up with this dude named Brent." I'm like, "Brent, Mm -hmm. he white." (laughs) 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 And they was like, "Kind of." I was like, "I'm cool. (laughs) No, thank you." They was like, but he black too, like you know, like he a nigga, but he white, but he cool, yeah. and he and I'm like, I was like, I googled him, I was yeah. like, who? I covered the team, I he don't even play, he on the practice squad, he did it, damn. And they was like, but he cool, but he this, he he's nothing. This is how they got me to even entertain him. They said he's nothing like us. Wow, that's and what they know, told they, me. They knew they. I know them. They wasn't they some ain't shit ass. Ain't niggas. shit ass niggas. I fuck with them. They cool. They my, they my niggas. Right. But they was like, he's nothing like us, mm. and he actually deserves a good woman. And mm. I said, oh really? And so when I met him, you know, he was nothing like them. He he didn't go to. I had a birthday party at a club. He didn't even show up. He was my boyfriend. He he don't go to clubs. Like he just like I ain't coming. That's dope. I was pissed. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> but you know, he just he doesn't do the typical athlete things. Mm. You know so his. His he his rarity is is kind of what attracted him to to you and your rarity yeah. is kind of what attracted you to him. Yeah, we were not like typical, the, the typical people. Yeah. Situation. Um, what about prior to him? You said you dated other athletes. Who? <clears throat> I don't really like speaking on run dick that down I... <laughs> every famous person no, that you've ever met. Definitely not. You know about Neo. That's Neo that's is out. What I wanted to talk about. That's already out. She dated Neo. He's not even an athlete. The renowned songwriter, Neo. Yeah. Remember Miss Independent? Remember that song? Neo wrote that. It's genius. I'm just making sure that you know, uh, Lauren, because you're a baby. And there's some things maybe you might not know. Neo wrote Irreplaceable for Beyonce. Yes, he did. He wrote The song is actually about Miko. Did you know that? (laughs) No, I don't know (laughs) if it is. Oh, it could be. It could be. I'm sure there's lots of songs about me. That Neo wrote? Yeah. You, sure. It was pretty serious? Yeah. How long did it last? Off and on six years. Yeah, that's pretty this serious. This is before he was Neo, though. We broke up when he became Neo. What's his real name? 
Schaefer, Shamir Smith. So you wrote. So you weren't even dating you. You were dating I was, Schaefer. I, I was called. I call him Shamir. Shamir. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, if your name is Shamir, you almost got to be a star. <laughs> your name is actually Shimmer. His name is Shamir. Shimmer. His middle He's name Shimmer. is Shamir. Yeah. Shout out to Neil, man. Um, do people like do do do? I mean, because obviously you guys might still run in the same circles. When you when you see Neil, what is it? What is it? Is it what's up? Yeah, we hug each other. We say hi. We still communicate. We we don't communicate as much mm -hmm. because I I kind of think my husband doesn't want me to be his friend. Like well, I have, I'm still friends with a lot of exes, but I don't know. That one just kind of makes makes him feel away. I don't know. Cause that nigga is cooking. Like that's different. That's a different feeling. I'm not saying that Brett's jealous and Brett's uh, jealous. I've anyway. dated more famous and more wealthy men than Neo. Call out names. No. Who? Okay, if I say the name. If I say the name, you gotta say yes. Okay, who? All right, rappers or athletes? Oh, rappers. Jeezy. Ath no, I don't say rappers. I don't date rappers. You, don't you date, have to go. Athletes. You don't date rappers. Athletes. Uh, let me see. Which first of all, just give me a hint. Which sport? Basketball. Oh I don't date God. football players. Basketball. <laughs> you don't even know any. I don't know any basketball. I mean, players? you do, but there. Uh, this is. Keep in mind, I've been with my husband nine years, so you'd have to so go. So this is in the 2000s. This is in the 90s and the 2000s. In the 90s and the 2000s. So if yes. it's in the 90s, Sean Kemp. No. Sean Kemp, you had to have dated Sean Kemp. I don't even think I ever met him. Sean Kemp has like 15 kids. Oh, my God. You had to have at least gone on one date with Sean Kemp. No. You should be asking yourself why you didn't go on one date with Sean He's Kemp. He's not attractive to me. You don't think so? Mm -mm. Um, I, you know what? I'm drawing a blank. I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm trying to think. I don't even want to say. I feel like it's weird because I don't want my husband to feel no kind of way. That's either. fine. I feel you. He's yeah, like, I, I don't give a fuck about your. First husband. of all, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I actually, I actually care more about your husband than I ever thought. I mean, I, we like this nigga. We came into this. Uh, we came into this situation where I was like, yo, I respect him because he's an NFL player, he's a positive brother, and stuff like that. Shit, now. I'd rather have a conversation with him than Colin Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. Um, last question for you. Mm -hmm. uh, we've gotten a, a, a lot of stuff from you. Uh, it, you're an incredibly interesting person. Um, Ten years from now. Mm. 2028. 2028. Migo Grimes. 40, 52 years old. You're 42? Yes. Sister. <laughs> Clap, God damn it, for Miko Grimes right now. Not, and I, I must, I must, I must qualify this. Oh, God. Not at all that 42 is of any advanced age, but God damn it, I would have never. Yeah, I'm a cougar. He's young. You are cougar <laughs> up. Seven years, I would have eight. never, eight, I would have never, ever thought. So, I mean, you're not even going to be alive in 10 years then. You're going to be kicked the butt. You'd be out of here or an old folks home. No, I'm just joking. Damn, but I ten, hope not. But 10 years from now, um, what do you think? I'm hoping that 10 years from now, um, I still look good. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to be 100% your Angela vegan. 100% vegan? Yes, I'm I'm. Probably eighty five percent right now. How can you be eighty five percent? Would you eat fish? No, no, I eat uh, lemon pepper wings at Tootsie's occasionally. 
It's an addiction. Word. I eat wings. I'm, I, that's the only meat that I really feel like I still am obsessed with is wings. I don't even really eat fish very much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, if I eat steak, it might be like a little piece like this. Right. But my, the only reason I'm even still eating meat now is my husband, he's on the same diet I am. Right. But he, he, he wants his meat once a week. We do like this meat once a week Pause. type of thing. Yeah. And so he wants his meat once a week. I don't always partake. Right. But, you know, occasionally I do. But I'm hoping to be plant-based. I'm hoping that I have a successful sports talk show. Uh-huh. And I'm hoping that black lives actually matter in mm. 10 years. I probably won't, but get closer to me. You don't have any faith that we're going to get that we're going to punch through this thing? Um, I think that the problem is we need more people like uh what's the old president the the, the first lady that just died? Barbara. Barbara Bush. And we need more of her to die. More people like her. All the racist motherfuckers that are in power that were doing all causing all the problems. Mm-hmm. We need all the old racist people to die and their kids who have common sense, who like black people, who don't feel like we should be treated this way to be in power and flip the shit around. And that's going to take a couple of generations, I feel like. Here's the thing. I used to strongly believe that that were the case, and I still do to, to, to a degree. But I think that I misunderstood the power of suggestion. And what I mean by that is that I think that I thought, honestly thought, that everybody who knew the lyrics that was white to a Waka Flocka song in some way embraced my culture. Um, And I don't know why I thought that growing (laughs) up in Louisiana, but I thought that Hip hop culture and some different and, and some different aspects of Black American culture were penetrating through to people to a degree to where one day our cool would just take them over. They just use us. What I believe now is that it's never going to happen, and I think that what Black people have to do is build their own okay. ecosystem. That's it. And then, you know, by the way, we can, and we can segregation. You know, well, not even segregation because like we, we could, we could, no share, shade to y'all. we could, we could share. Y'all can come over. You know what I'm saying? We could, <laughs> we we could share, but we gotta hit, we gotta do these curls and these sit ups and get stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get stronger, and that way, people like Jason. Yeah, we need them. There. Yeah, you know, we we need Jason, but we also want to keep guys like Jason at our arms length. Maddie is a little different. <laughs> Maddie is cool. You Maddie's know why Maddie's cool? cool? Why? You know why Maddie's cool? No, I don't. Why? So Maddie, Maddie's, Maddie's, Maddie's been married four years. Okay. I've been married four years. I've been married one year. Oh. <laughs> one year and six months. Okay. Maddie's been. Well, how long have you been with your girl? For, for four years. Four oh, they've been together. Same thing, huh? Same thing. <laughs> Maddie and his wife have an arrangement. No, we don't. Oh, sweet. Maddie is allowed to see whatever woman he wants to on the side as long as she's black. Lit. Lit. It's true. Unless you, have <laughs> you, you, you want this? <laughs> Look, Matt, you're doing that right now. Maddie's gonna come after this. Like, what's Miko's? What's him. Miko's math? I got, I got to call her. I got to call her because it's, it's That's okay. Hilarious. And what you don't understand is, it's even worse during Black History Month. Oh, because during Black History Month, like Maddie's wife actually moves out of the house. It's lit. Ooh. Different black ladies move in. Mm. We talking. And this is now resolving it. Oh, we're going well, to resolve, resolve it because I have proof that this is the case. And I'm going to unveil it on the Red Pill podcast. We're going to have Miko back several times because oh, yeah, I'll be back. she's too much of a good time. But I'm not going to let you fuck over America and lie to everyone like this isn't going on. <laughs> and I don't know why you're ashamed of it. That makes me feel kind of a way. 
I don't care. It's That's truth. love. It is love. She does. She does she love. She loves him. him. Well, she she's misplaced anger. Who she really wants yeah. to beat up with the baseball bat is Shaniqua, but she's not gonna come. <laughs> she's not gonna come at her. You know what I'm saying? She don't want that White people, clap for Miko Grimes, man. Thank you. This was so enlightening. I don't know if I've ever met anyone as forthright. And white people, clap for Miko Grimes. You already did, but also clap for Brent Grimes. Yes. Clap for this man for putting up with me. Nah. For letting me be me, he, yeah. you know it's funny. I, I really be feeling sorry for him sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got this loud, crazy. Let's have threesome. Let's do like he. He just be like, you just everywhere. You just. But Miko, let me. Crazy. Let I'm me, like, I'm just me. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the most important thing about it all, obviously, and you know this, is working. Yeah. A lot it's of working. A lot of people. It's ain't. not working. A lot of people ain't. It's not working. We appreciate you coming by. Thank you. So Thank much. you, Vince. Thank you so, so much. So glad Clap to finally meet you. Yay. That was unbelievable. That's, <laughs> that 